sure that they, there were more than four downs run, so they may have See, run five downs. Instead of the game being over, it appears that the Redskins get the fifth down. And the cat is elusive. He's brought walking. The cat. He's walking to the three. He's at the two. Fielding the cat runs into the end zone. That is a touchdown. Snap, placement, kick by Hartley, and it is. It is good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Pigs have flown. Hell is frozen oh. over. The Saints are Welcome on their to the way fifth to the Brought Super Bowl. Welcome to the Enemy of the Good Podcast Network. I'm the captain, and with me is Tootsie. What's up, Tootsie? So what we got today, man? All right. Today is the second in our series of Best of the Modern Era. Last time we did quarterbacks, top 10 quarterbacks of the modern era. Our list was very close for that. I think just because it's that it's not really hard to argue most of that. Right. Except for Aaron Rodgers, who you hate and yes. who I'll put on Screw there. That guy. So yeah. today we're going to do running backs of the modern era, a much more difficult task it, it is a difficult task but when you start putting different criteria towards your list it, it kind of makes it a little more kind of evens it out makes it a little easier to accomplish right so i well, mean i mean the, we kind of looked at it and we said okay how do you know how do we judge modern era is going to be 1990 forward right so if a if a player had most of you know played in the 90s but played most of his time in the 80s yeah we took him off, the, off list. the list so you know a couple of guys um that, that took them out of consideration. Normally, they would be on the list. And they would be on any all-time list as right. well. Right. But they don't fall on the criteria of what we're doing. But they did most of their damage in the 80s. So, right. we're talking about guys who, you know, maybe at the latest started in 86, 87, and then played through the 90s. Right. Uh, so, without further ado, let's get into it. Okay. Let's go ahead and start. Uh, let's go 10 back on this one. Um, we did one up. Through the, yeah, uh, just because we had the quarterbacks top four, and, we're pretty much the same on that. Yeah, list. We'll, we'll go the opposite direction on this one. So uh, I'll start off with my number 10. Um, I have the bus, uh, Jerome Bettis. Uh, 192 games, 3,479 attempts, a little over 18 attempts uh, per game uh, for 13,662 yards, uh, 91 touchdowns, and 730 first downs. You know, um, I picked him at 10 because – like we were talking about earlier, when you really discuss running backs and, you, and you're talking about in this time period, a lot of when you when you say Jerome Bettis or nine times out of ten, people are going to end up picking Jerome Bettis. So to me, that's what brought him into at least the number 10 spot on this list. OK, and I can't argue with that. I mean, Jerome Bettis is a great running back. He had just a phenomenal career and he was going to retire. After the 05 game where they lost to the Patriots in the AFC Champ- uh, Championship. Right. And then Big Ben said, hey, why don't you come back, play one more year, we'll take one more shot at it. And they go back, they beat the uh, Cardinals in the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, that was a Cardinal year, yeah. And, you know, he, then he retires on probably the highest note you could as a running back, honestly. Oh, definitely, yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, it was a good... And I like Jerome Bettis. He was a fun player to watch. He was a, a pounder. Him and Marshawn Lynch are very similar. They're those guys that just get in there and they'll just grind those yards. Yeah, out they're for dirty. You. Yeah, 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 they're dirty. Powerbacks, true not, power not, backs. Not dirty players, but they, 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 err. You know, they get there. Yeah, err. Yeah, Urgh. I mean, you know, they don't make that sound. Obviously, it's a lot scarier. But I mean, I, <laughs> you know what I mean. I, if I had to put Jerome Bettis in my top ten, I, I just couldn't over my number ten guy. He's number eleven for sure, but I just couldn't put him at number ten over mine, which is Frank Gore. This guy has just been, and this is what stands out for me, right? He's got more games than any other running back. He's been in this, the, the, the league for 14 seasons. Mm-hmm. He's never had less than 5,000 yards in any of those years. I mean, 500 yards, excuse me. I said 5,000. Wow, that's a lot. Of, See, that's a lot of yards in a year. He had 5,000 rushing <laughs> yards. I don't even know what that would look like. All right, Jesus. look, if he had 5,000 rushing yards a year, he would be number one on both of our lists. But, yes, that know. is just – that didn't happen. <laughs> so, you know, you're good enough to make it into a rap song. You're one of the better running backs of, the, of that generation. Um, 241 games, which is 25 more uh, – almost 20 – sorry, not 25, but like a dozen – like a season more than Emmitt Smith. And – You've got 
on 15 average carries per game. It's about 15.5 is per game average on carries. He amassed the second most rushing yards in NFL history at 16,000. I just can't keep him off the list. I think his his consistency and his health and his basically agelessness, it's rare. And to keep going that long is just good for him. That's why he's been number 10. Okay. On to nine. All right. Uh, number nine, I have the uh, great Herschel Walker. Um, we both have Herschel at nine. Okay. Way. Well, there so. you go. We both have Herschel at nine. Um, my reasoning on that is, I mean, he, he started in the late 80s. He kind of fell right on the fringe of the of the guidelines for us to put him in here. Um, I mean, he was just another one of those guys, you know? I mean, you knew him. Like, when you when you played Tecmo Bowl, you picked Dallas so you could have Herschel Walker, you know? Or Oakland so you could have Bo. Right. I mean, you did those things. But, I mean, that, that's, why you, that's why you went with those guys. They were, they were big names at the time. Now, looking back at their careers, they, they've kind of been trumped by other people because yeah. the game is different, you know, different equipment. Injuries are different. You know, running back blows out a knee. It's not a death sentence anymore um, where it used to be back in the day. Like, you know, you had a leg injury. That was it. Your career was pretty much done if you were a running back. So, I mean, and, and I say back in the day, I mean, late early, late 80s, early 90s, you know. Before is, ACL tear was easy to fix and you're right. back the next year. So, I mean, that, that's when he played the majority of his career. So, I mean, that, and, and another thing, you know, just he, he was dirty. You know, he got down in there and he just, he, he was in the trenches and he did it. And the other good thing about Herschel Walker was he was just a, like he did all of his training was body weight. Mm-hmm. He was a poor kid growing up in Georgia. The family had a farm. And he was, he was, a, he was one of those fat kids right. that got super in shape, but he did it all with push-ups. Like he did probably about 4,000 combination of push-ups and sit-ups every day, like a thousand squats. And he would sprint up, up and down the hills around his house. And he would like chase and try to corner with the horses and the cows that they had on the farm. Right. So he, he was like a, a, the football's version of Rocky. Yes, very much so. And to me, what kept him a little lower on this list was one was the time period he played in at the beginning of his career. But two was he was a journeyman. Right. He wasn't uh, he didn't do like Barry Sanders or Emmitt Smith and stay with one team for, you know, ever. Right. And it it just. Like I wasn't watching as much football back then, but I can go back and I can watch his game tape and just I mean, the guy would just run. Get up. Go back to it. And, you know, there's all kind of reports of where he he wasn't really a a big locker room guy either. He just kind of come in, do his job, go home. Nothing right. wrong with that. Yeah, business. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Whatever. Yeah. I think that's that's fine. But it doesn't cement you with a team and build that cohesion, mm-hmm. and it leads to that journeyman lifestyle. Right. So I I I mean I'm sure Herschel Walker probably has zero regrets about his career. Um, yeah, I mean we say journeyman, but I mean he he went to five different teams. You know Minnesota, Philadelphia. Yeah, and he stayed he stayed with each team uh, about the three Giants, years, and he ended his career back with Dallas. Yeah. So I mean he, he was. Dallas brought him back and said, "Hey, finish up with us." Yeah, you know, so I mean, come back home. He, he made he made his way around mostly the NFC East, if you're going to be honest with you. And then, uh, but I mean, yeah, I mean, journeyman, but he 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 did it. And the reason he was able to keep that career going at that time was because he was good, and that's why they kept him coming yeah. back. I mean, the guy was just an amazing athlete, and just in general, and you know, growing up growing up as a fat kid, he uh, he turned out pretty good. So there's hope for fat kids. There is always hope for fat kids. But anyway, just Herschel Walker is just one of those genetic, amazing, hardworking stories. Yeah, and it, and it's another it's another name, another name recognition. Yeah, you know, with Jerome Bettis, yeah. it's another ra- name recognition with Herschel Walker. When you say Herschel Walker, people like, oh, running back. You know, exactly. They know who you talk about. One of, yeah, I mean, you put him on a top. Uh, honestly, probably a top ten, top twelve in any list. Right. Um, number eight. Um, I have Terrell Davis. Um, here, here's where it started getting a little easier to put this list together for me. Um, but I have Terrell Davis. Uh, he only played 78 games, um, 1,655 attempts, uh, with 
21 attempts per game is basically what his average comes down to. Um, 7,607 overall yards, um, 60 touchdowns, 413 first downs. Um, but where he does get on this list, um, a lot of people are like, oh, those stats aren't that great for you know running back. But, for 78 but games in 78 are games, good. those yeah. are amazing stats. But he got on this list because of the MVP award. In 1998, he won the MVP award. Um, and as a running back, that is something that's not done a lot. Um, you know, out of, out of this criteria, almost 30 years worth of football, we came up with eight guys who had MVP awards. Yeah. Because, you know? I mean, you're talking about an era where the quarterback. Well, the quarterback. Yeah. yeah. So. You know, this isn't this isn't uh, this isn't Jim Brown's era or, you know, where, where it was the running back. Yeah. Walter Payton. Back. It, well, yeah. yeah. No. It wasn't like that. No. But, yeah, we had the quarterback. But that's why he's there. He, he did win two Super Bowls uh, with Denver and, you know, got that 98. I am partially offended you so. have him at eight. Because I like Terrell well, Davis, is the, him, he's I, the like reason said, they I, won the '98 Super Bowl. But I have him there because of the, the the time frame that he played. Okay, but like I said, he he qualified on this list be, to me because of that MVP award. And he played his entire life career in Denver, right? He goes to Denver. Yeah, but it was a short one. It was you know, a short it was one, seven but, years. But how long is the average life of a running back? Is what two years, two and a half? Well, I mean, the guys on this list are a lot longer than that. Some of them are double this. Oh, I agree. But I'm so, talking I mean, about the achievements on what you did and the time you had. So, I, I'll when we get to him on my my ranking, I'll explain. That's fine. A little Keep more. going. Uh, so, my number. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. John Alexander is my number eight. Uh, reason being is he and Ladamian Tomlinson in the early 2000s were just two of the best running backs. In the history of the game, they were they were competing back and forth for, you know, yardage records, touchdowns in a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was their big thing was was touchdowns in a season. And I mean, Sean Alexander in 123 games amassed almost 10,000 rushing yards, averaging almost 18 yards, uh, 18 carries per game, 4.3 yards per carry. So the guy was super consistent, and his. His passing number, his receiving numbers weren't close to LT, but he was just such a better pure runner. Well, I mean, he played in he he also played in Seattle, uh, Seattle at a time where who was there? Hasselbeck. Yeah, the, I mean, it wasn't yeah. a, it wasn't the greatest quarterback there. So I mean, it, you know, I think it was Hasselbeck the whole time he was there. I could be wrong. Yeah, I feel like Trent Dilfer played there too for a little while too. So I don't I don't remember. Um, but I mean, it wasn't that wasn't necessarily the game that they used the running back for. It was a handoff thing. It wasn't those extended handoffs like you see now with with Alvin Kamara and uh, Christian McCaffrey. You know, you don't see that now. Right. You, you didn't see that then like you do now. It's a totally, totally different thing. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, he run he won an MVP, which I think both of us had decided this was kind of a a really important criteria. You know, guys who could crack. The 8,000 career yard mark, win an MVP. You know, they had their career was had at least one season where they just were better than every quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. And more important to their team than every quarterback in the NFL. So that's, that's not an easy feat. No. And it deserves recognition. And I think that that is a solid criteria. Um, I couldn't leave anybody in the MVP discussion off my list. No, I didn't from here on out, like I said. Um, so, I mean, Sean Alexander is your number eight. I have him at my number seven for the pretty much the same things you just said. You know, just. Okay, so my number seven, now we're jumping. Um, I got Thurman Thomas. Okay. Um, again, he spent most of his career in Buffalo, except for the very last year. He was drafted in 88. Uh, well, the 87 draft started the 88, whatever. And. Um, Went through 99 and then finished in Miami in 2000, um, his journeyman year. He played 182 games, averaging 15 carries per game. He cranks out 12,000 career yards. He wins the MVP in 1991. Uh, This was before I really started watching a lot of football. And when I did start watching a lot of football, it was mostly Saints. Yeah. But 
Terrell Davis was one of the guys. And then, you know, that's another guy that I paid some attention to as well was, was Tom, like I knew things about him, but you know, I didn't really watch him. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, so Thurman Thomas is at number seven for you. Yeah. Okay. I um, mean, 12,000 career yards, 4.2 average per carry. Uh, above 60 rushing touchdowns. And his receiving numbers are pretty good, too. 472 career receptions for over 4,400 yards and 23 receiving touchdowns. That's actually one of the higher numbers on the rushing leaders list, like as far as that goes. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, there you go. So that would be why I, Thomas, I yeah. have him at number six. <laughs> he was seven for you and six for me. Um, you know, I, I watched a little more football uh, than you back then. So, I mean, I, I got to see him. You know, in his prime, and he was another one of those guys that were just, you know, a, a lot of these guys did it between the tackles. It wasn't these little scat back guys around the side. They were, they were pounding out the yards, and and he was another one of those guys. So yeah, definitely. It, it was it was fun to watch. It was always exciting. You kind of always feared him when he got the ball because you didn't know what he'd be able to do. So, you know, that's why I have Thurman at. Yeah, at, I mean, uh, you play six. eleven years as a running back in the NFL. Yeah, you're that's doing, longevity. You're doing a lot of yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, and you can't you can't ignore the longevity of some of these guys. Um, so that's your number seven. No, oh, that's my number was, seven. Your number seven, my number. Your number six. So now we jump to my number six. Right, I think we're doing this right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So on to your number six. Uh, so my number six, I have Adrian Peterson. Yeah. And I know you don't like this pick. <laughs> not at all. You don't like it at all, and that's uh, fine. Not at all. That's that's fine. I I just. Uh, Adrian Peterson is one of those guys, to me, he could be anywhere in that top half, honestly. But I had to put him somewhere, right? I had to put him somewhere. So you put him in the bottom half. I put him at six. But it it was hard because the guys I have above him, the arguments for it are, I'll I'll get to that later, but I got him in six. Now, 180 games so far, he's still active. so. That's going to go up, I'm sure. He is the league leader in 20-plus yard rushes with 121. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. The only other person that has more than 100 is Barry Sanders at 113. So, I mean, you have Adrian Peterson is just one of the most explosive athletic running backs to ever play the game. Oh, and great. anybody who grew up in our era, and that, after, that's, that's why I'm appalled to have him so far that's down the on run, this list. But I'm saying that's the running back. But again, I got to look at, I'm a stats guy. Mm-hmm. And when I look at stats and what you did year after year after year, I think Adrian Peterson's still one of the, you know, I could move him anywhere up, but I have a hard time moving him past my five through one. So yeah, okay. it, it's... Well. He's one of the guys who, again, he won the MVP in 2012. Very hard to do. I think he's the only, yeah, he's the only one to win it after 20. Well, the next one was in 2000. Yeah, the next, well, there was one in 2000, 2005, 2006. Yeah. So So since LaDamian Tomlinson in 2006, he's the only running back to win it. And I mean, that guy was the fixture of Minnesota, right? Yeah, and I mean this this modern day running back because AP still falls in that. I oh mean, yeah, absolutely. He was the first. The longevity of them, the, the the majority of these careers last for these running backs five six years at the most. You yeah, know, but the they, modern they running back it, is in a two back system. Yeah, but they but that that's how they're getting more years out of them now. But I mean, they went from a point to where they would get who, who one was the contract. Other, who was the other running back besides Adrian Peterson? He didn't have one. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. So he 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 did it all. It was it. You handed off to Adrian Peterson. Now, he did have a fumbling problem. You know, that was one of his big drawbacks was he, he had some soft hands when it came to it. But uh, I, I can't. I can't. I, I mean, considering how many. Having him at six is appalling. But Out of 180 games, he had 41 fumbles lost. So. That's lost. He had more than that because he got some yeah, of them back. Yeah. So. But still, he was. Just a piece. Now, I know you got somebody different at number six. So we already no. did my number six. That's Thurman Thomas. Thurman Thomas is your six. So, so now we're, we're at five. We're on to five. Okay. So at five, I have Marshall Falk. 
Now, see, this is where you and I, I disagree with you on this, but continue. All right, 176 games, 200, uh, 2,832, 36 attempts. Only had six, only averaged 16 carries a game. Okay. Yeah, and he cranked out 12,000 yards. 12,000 yards. No doubt about it. I mean, I'm not saying anything against his, his yardage. I mean, he played under two of the best offenses at the time, you know, um, 4.3 yard average, uh, hard touchdowns, six, 667 first downs, you know, his receiving yards, 776 receptions for 6,875 yards. He's the all-time receiving That's the tops on this list. Yeah. But I, I'm looking at him as a pure running back. I'm not really throwing in much on these receptions and stuff because we're not doing today's running backs. Like if we were, but he was the prototype of today's running backs. Well, more than Adrian I mean, Peterson, Ladainian Tomlinson would probably fall more of that too. But him and Darren Sproles, all of those yeah, guys like that—that yeah, that, that was the beginning of that, right? Right. So Drew Brees with Ladainian Tomlinson at the end of you know, at the beginning of his career, kind of helped bring that into the forefront, right? Right. But I got Doug Marshall Falk at five. It was you know fun to watch, greatest show on turf, right? With 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 Seattle. Um, it just, I mean, he's in the top. He's you mean in the St. Top. Louis? Yeah, in St. Louis. I'm sorry. He's on the front half of my list. So, I mean, how can you be mad? You can't. I, I, I'm just, I, I just, he's like, he's way higher for me. Um, my number five is LaDamian Thompson. And the reason is it's LT, right? The guy was just phenomenal, explosive. Again, one of the prototypes for the new running back, able to catch and run, could make the hard runs, could make the cuts, could make everybody miss. He is, hold on, I got to look and make sure I'm looking at the right volume. So when you're talking about long runs, right, he's got 85, 20-plus yard runs. 40, 23, but on 170 games. So he's got, he, he got a lot of mileage though. He also has one of the high, uh, high, on the high end of attempts per game at 18. But he took a lot of hits in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what kind of, you know, after a certain point, you just kind of run out of gas sometimes. Right. And I mean, for a running back, it's not only is it the shortest career in the NFL, it's the highest injury rate. They oh, also, yeah, they definitely. also, they also, I was reading an article, um, just kind of looking, looking up, you know, things for this. And it's one, of, they take the hardest hits. They take some of the highest G force impacts. Right. Every, every hit on like their cars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Them and cornerbacks are the ones that take some of the hardest hits. Yeah, well, the quarterbacks take the hit because they're given the hit. Yeah, and they're moving at somebody who's... Yeah, they're going full speed at... At somebody going full speed. Yeah, so, I mean, that's But, I mean, the running backs, too, you know, it's you got guys who are 30 pounds, 40 pounds heavier than a cornerback... Right. ...coming at you in the linebacking core and all this other stuff. So, running backs take a lot of damage, and that's part of why their careers are like two and a half years, right? The average average career. Well, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. you see guys come in, and they, they come and go. You know, one injury down. I mean, right now, just just currently in the, in the league right now, someone like Todd Gurley, right, who was touted as as a top prospect coming out of college, was one of the best running backs in the league for his rookie year, year after, and then he just fell off. And for him, it was injuries that took him down. It was, in, but it was also the fact you know? that you know, uh, horrible arthritis in his knees oh, yeah, and everything else because he's been playing running back since he's been. And it doesn't you know, get better. You know, it's one of those things you yeah. can't fix yet. <laughs> Yeah. But, I mean, he's going to be suited up again this year for Atlanta, so we'll see what happens. He's going to try. Um, so, LaDamia Thompson, for me, I just remember when I was really starting to watch football, it was LT and Sean Alexander. Those were the two guys, right? Um, in that conversation were a couple other people, but it was them, man. Those were the two guys. When you were drafting fantasy football, right, one and two, you knew who was going. Right. right. It was Damian Thomason, Sean Alexander, and some 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 uh, order thereof. Adrian Peterson. No, <laughs> no, no, he was up there too. I mean, yeah. but you know, he didn't come in until seven. But I mean, that was just a guy, and he set at the time 
set the touchdown record. I think he still has that. Uh, most touchdowns in a season for running back, but I'm not, that's I'm probably not been broken by works. now. I, I forgot to look that up. I'm sorry. Yeah, I should have. I should have put that on there. Yeah, you failed on the call yeah. sheet. <sighs> okay, so you had him at five. I have Ladanian at four. You know, for everything you just said, every reason you gave that you put him at five is the reasons I put him at four. So, you know, we don't need to go into that again. No. But, but me saying that he's my four and you had him at five, it means you have someone else at four. So, you're I, up. I have the great Barry Sanders at number four. I have this guy right here. Ugh. Wait, do you, my three, two, and one make more sense. No, they don't. Barry Sanders, okay. They really don't. There's no way your, your three, two, one can make sense. You had two of the greatest running backs that you just already took out. You put one in the at six and one at five, at four. All right, go continue. All right, whatever. Sorry, whatever. Um, Barry Sanders, right? We all know why Barry Sanders is good. He he is the he is the epitome of athleticism, grit, and loyalty. The guy stayed with Detroit for God's sakes, Detroit <laughs> for ten years. And saw Detroit through thick and thin. He was that fixture. He was that guy you saw every weekend. And when you're talking about somebody who carried the rock through his career, over 20 attempts per game. He's one of four running backs on this entire list. And I mean, I printed out probably about, what, about 30, 40 guys to start with? Yeah, I don't know. Just... I know you can't see it because the camera's not that great, but, so, you know. you know, he's one of the, the four guys above 20, and when you're talking about that many carries per game, the wear and tear just really, um, it gets to you. But five yards per carry average, he's the second highest of all the running backs on this list. Uh, he's the highest in our top 10. For, for what? Uh, average yards per carry. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm sorry, Jamal Charles at five. Jamal 4. Charles. There's a diff- there's a reason he's not on the list. That was because injuries cut short. It would have been a very promising career. We'll talk about him in the honorable mentions. Y- you finish up this Barry Sanders murder. Oh my God! So again, he's the league leader in forty plus rushing yard. Right, forty two. The reason I have him at four, it's just at the end of the day, the people in my top list have the hardware, and they're the reason they have the hardware. So I think Barry Sanders, he would probably be my number two if he had won a Super Bowl. Well, the but reason right now, he didn't win a Super Bowl to, is because he was in Detroit. In I, 1997, I to, he won an MVP award. He did. So, and that was toward the end of his career. Yeah. So After he already he did went, a great thing. You got to remember, he went out on a high note. Yeah, he won an MVP with Detroit. Yeah. Okay. Detroit has, hasn't had an MVP like ever mm-hmm. other than. Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. You might. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't even have to look that up to think I'm right. <laughs> I mean, I, I could have just made that up and pulled that out of somewhere, but I'm right. It's Detroit. It's true. I mean, they have more Madden covers than they have playoff. Uh, All right. Go your four. So Barry right. Sanders is my four. I already, know he's higher for you. I gave you my four at LaDainian Thomas. Your so four is LaDainian number Thomas. Three. Number three. Number three, I have Adrian Peterson. All day. AP, Adrian all Peterson. Day. For the many, many reasons we stated before. Yeah, all day. I mean, you, 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 I don't know if you mentioned this, but 121, uh, 20 plus yard rushes. I mean, that blow everybody else out the water. The next yeah, person just, close to him is Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders at 113. But, I mean, 121. Again, explosive. Done. Got the MVP. Not arguing with you that he's. And the most recent to do it on this list, you know, and I mean, Pretty much after Barry Sanders won it in 2012. I mean, you mean, I mean Adrian, uh, Peterson. Adrian Peterson won it in 2012. That's it. Well, Big quarterback. Because after 2012, everybody's dual running backs. But it's been quarterbacks. That's what I'm saying. And, and you have guys who deserve it, or at least deserve to be in the talk, even though they're splitting carries and they're doing whatever. There's a few that have. I mean, you look at you look at like a Christian, Derrick Henry last year, Christian Derrick, McCaffrey. Derrick Henry, you look at Christian McCaffrey. You look at even even Alvin Kamara. I think Derrick Henry's can, career, like his last season, was if, just. If you're gonna if you're gonna talk about it, and you could throw it all together. You could put in all-purpose yards. Alvin Kamara is in that discussion. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, but 
There's strictly a, on the running. Group of running backs that we have now in the league is just amazing. All right, Adrian Peterson, number three. Let's see who you got at number three. Terrell Davis. Ugh. Ugh. I'm sorry. I don't mean that because Terrell no, Davis is good, no, but he does not deserve to but, be at number three. Okay. The guy played lights out football for all the for the seven years he was in the league. Seventy eight games, sure, but he carried the rock twenty one times a game on average. That is the highest in attempts per game. He was the workhorse for that team, and he was the reason they won that ninety eight Super Bowl. And he's the reason that they, you know, part of the reason he got there in 99. The guy won a Super Bowl MVP and a regular MVP in the 98 season. One of the, I mean, just looking at his numbers, they're just, they're really good. They're fantastic. He's got two Super Bowls. He's actually second most in this crew for Super Bowls. And he's got his MVP. So he meets all the criteria for the list that we tried to put together. Oh, he does. So I'm saying the hardware to me is what puts him at three. And that's why I have him instead of like Adrian Peterson. And That's fine. And, and it's okay that Terrell you're wrong. Terrell Davis is another guy who um, I think he just kind of, he, he hit his high note and he retired. I mean, it's okay to be wrong. Yeah, it is. Okay. You are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm sure if we look at the comments on this, at some point we're going to figure out that Tootsie's wrong. I, I but, mean, look, right. you you want to so tell me? Okay, I've already, I've already talked about Terrell, so I don't have to go into it again. Um, you know, you you said your piece on it. I just think Terrell Davis to me, he was one of the first non like Saints players, like him and John Elway. You know, like okay. that I really became familiar with. Because but I, they won I look those, at, they got to those Super Bowls and they won those Super Bowls. I look at it like this though, and, and, and I go with the fan, the fan look at. If you say Adrian Peterson or Terrell Davis, give me Terrell Davis. Hmm? Give me Terrell Davis. You're, you're lying right now because everyone, everyone, ten out of ten. You know we're gonna flip that fifth doctor, that fifth dentist who doesn't recommend the, the gum. <laughs> he, he would even say Adrian Peterson at this point. You know, that, why don't those commercials ever tell you why that like fifth dentist does? Because he's a dick. <laughs> That's why <laughs> he just wants to be different. Or he's paid by a different company. I don't know. You know, four out of five dentists chose Trident. What's up with that fifth guy? Come on, man. Maybe he, he likes Biden. Out. Five out of five dentists will like Adrian Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a stupid argument. This is the stupidest <laughs> argument I've heard you make. In, no, not in your life. I was going to say, it's, it's hold, close. Hold it's tight. because It's up there. I've been there. I've it's done some stupid there. stuff. All right. So Terrell Davis is three for me. All right. Number two. Number two. Here's where we're going to differ again. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Emmett Smith at number two. Burn. But just burn. Mm. How? Do, how? Sorry. Uh, I mean, all right. So. I mean, I. Emmett Smith has three Super Bowls, no doubt, right? The most he has out of three Super Bowls. Else. He has an MVP. He has an MVP. Um, 962 first downs, 164 touchdowns, no doubt. Um, he has the rushing yardage that will never yardage. be touched. It will never be okay. touched. But he also competed in a time, okay, with Dallas when they were that team. They right? were that team. That, that's, when, when people talk about America's team, when they talk about Dallas being America's team, it's they the talk 1990s about that, Dallas. That yeah. 90s Dallas, okay? Emma Smith, Jay Novacek, Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, right? That's the guys they talk about, okay? Th- that's it. That when you talk about America's team in Dallas, that's the guys that people still running around today going, we read them boys, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, so so- I'm so sick of Cowboys fans. Oh, this year's our year. Come on, man. It's still not your year. I mean, just face it up. It's still not your year. You may win the NFC East, but it's not your year. That is. Now, they have another running back there that can carry that team. <sighs> no. He, he had his opportunity you know to carry what? him last season. You know what? I take that back because we talked about this. Let's. It's, yeah, it was but, Dak Prescott really showed how good he was yeah, by being off the field. Let, let's let's pull back. Let's let's talk about this when we do NFC East in a few weeks. 
Yeah. You know, let, let's pull back. Let's hold. But Emmett let's Smith is number this. two for you. Emmett Smith is number two for me. Holy shit. Okay. Well. And I, and, I mean, there, there's great reasons why. I mean, Barry Sanders played less games, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why he's not up there on the yards. That's why he's not there on the touchdowns. That's mm-hmm. why he's not there on the first downs. He played less games. Okay, so in the same yeah, but he retired. He retired at the high point of his career. There's a difference. Like Emmett Smith, he he kept going, and he was good. All, even in Arizona, he was good. Not great, not great like he was in Dallas, but he was still very good. I, All right, okay. I, I just, I get, we I just can pull can't. up those stats for those years. You want, I, you want no, me to do that? No, no. Because I'll put I put twenty bucks on the that's table. Fine and he's not to under eight hundred yards. Good. But I mean, I, I guarantee like he I wasn't under eight hundred yards. Just trying to hold on and keep it going those last two years. You know, to me, that hurt his legacy. Right. But, well, he already had the rushing record when he like went said, to Arizona. I, I don't mean any disrespect to Emmitt Smith at this point, okay? And I'm not trying to throw any, but he, any disrespect to him. But he got all those records but, before he went to Arizona. Like I said, I'm, I'm giving him because of what team he was on, okay? Okay. And, and that's why my number one but, is but who But saying that he had nothing to do with those three Super Bowls I'm not saying silly. he had nothing to do. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying at all. Or okay. wasn't a major factor. But if you stick you stick Barry Sanders on that team and they got the same three they got the same three Super Bowls. Okay. That's fine, because those two guys are very similar in running backs. Yeah, they're, you know, they're both really good running backs. Yes, aside, they, they they're interchangeable at this point. Now you stick Emmett Smith with Detroit, and maybe he doesn't have what Barry Sanders had. Now go ahead, give me your number two. All right. My number two is Marshall. 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 We are. <laughs> Um, wrong Marshall. So Marshall <laughs> fought on 16 carries per game, right? Over 12,000 yards. Guy is one of the most explosive guys in the receiving running back. Again, more of the prototype of today's running back in the receiving department than even LaDamian Tomlinson or, and Adrian Peterson, let's face it, he's not, he's not a receiving running back. In the hands were, were the issue you mentioned earlier, but Marshall Fox got a Super Bowl, an MVP in 2000. He started with Indy. Uh, they got traded to St. Louis, became part of the greatest show on turf, helped him win the Super Bowl, and he retired high. He retired high on the horn. Died in 06 before his production like fell off a cliff, like some of these guys did. And I mean, he's got 176 games. Right, so he's got fewer games than Adrian Peterson, but he holds the record in receptions, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns for the guys on this list. I think it's all-time for running backs. I, I could be wrong. There might be some more old-school guys, but in the modern era, he holds he, 767 receptions. The closest person on this list is LT with 624, I believe. Yep. And then after that, it's 500 receptions. Over 6,800 receiving yards and 36 receiving touchdowns. He's the next. Thurman Thomas is the only guy on this list who's top 20 receiving touchdowns. So, to me, Marshall Falk, he was that guy. And he was that guy for a while. Because he was that guy in Indy. Before Edgren James, there was Marshall Falk. Uh, To me... He's got the he's got the hardware. He's got the heart. He he was. I'm just letting him talk now, folks. Okay. So, Marshall Falk. That's my number two. Okay. Congratulations for being wrong again. Uh, all right. So let's, let's right. get on the number one because okay. I know who you have. Yeah. And you already know who I have. Um, I have Barry Sanders at number one. Wrong. No. Wrong. No. Stop. No. <laughs> All right, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Tell me why you have him above Evan Smith. Less games. Less games played. Averages 20 carries a game. Averaging five yards a carry. Okay. Okay. 99 touchdowns, which is not even close to Evan Smith. 164 first downs, 900. But here it is. Here here it is. Okay, here is the one. You need a first down, you gave it to Evan Smith. 42. 40 plus yard carries. I'm not arguing with that okay. stat whatsoever. 113 20 plus yard carries. Okay. 19 seconds loss. Very low. Okay. Very low. It got the hands. Okay. And like I've already said, he's won the MVP and he did it all in Detroit. That's an argument for number two. 
Not for number no, one. No, that's an argument for number one. You do it with the shittiest team of of, of this modern era. The only crappier team is the take, Browns. You can't and you take can't, the you can't, Super Bowl out of it. Yes, you can. Because the Super Bowl is a team win. Yeah. And okay, we, LaShawn McCoy, we used that, LaShawn we McCoy used that, has two Super Bowls. And he did nothing. He had a total of like 15 carries in the two Super Bowl years that he got exactly. his rings. Okay? That's why Super Bowl wins mean nothing but Emmett Smith on this is list. The, look, Emmett Smith, 962 first downs versus Barry Sanders, 574. In less when games. You, when, you need, when you needed a first down, you gave it to Emmett Smith. Once again, Barry Sanders did this where? Where did he play? His he played entire in Detroit. Career. He played there you in go. Detroit. Enough said. He did it in Detroit. So your determining factor it. on the greatest running back of all time is that he played on a shitty team. Not by his own fault, but he stuck by him. He did, did he not? He that did. shows loyalty. That shows and, tenacity. And, and so did Emmitt Smith. Okay. He would have stayed with Dallas if they, if they hadn't let him go. So... Again, Barry Sanders, and, and you want Barry you can Sanders, take his you can take Emmitt Smith's Dallas, take his Dallas away. He's still the leader. I mean, take his Arizona rushing away. He's still the leader in all time rushing yards. He's still the leader in touchdowns. He's still the leader in first downs. He's still the leader in Super Bowls, and he's still averaging tw- almost nineteen and a half attempts per game. Barry Sanders equals modern age goat. Okay, I'd say it's Emmitt Smith. Okay, so and, and I, you're not gonna really get a whole lot of flashback on that from me because I mean we're, they're literally one and two. Yeah, they're like the same quarterback. I mean the same running backs. You can't really. I mean you can you can come up with your decisions on why. Yes, and, um, Emma Smith with the touchdowns, with the first downs, with all that. Emma but, Smith had more receptions and yeah, receiving touchdowns. Okay, I'm not I'm not using that as as a uh, as, as a criteria. A I, didn't, criteria. I didn't use that as all of them. That's a criteria, a big on this criteria list. for me, but. Because then, then the you, criteria then, for no, me, then you're then the, the, you're gonna have to take you're gonna me, have to take you're gonna have to take Alvin Kamara off. But Alvin Kamara when falls we do in that. a different age. But okay, I don't, well it, because it's a different era of football for you. Not not in, not in this era of football. <sighs> you had a whole new era. We talked about it. This was the beginning of this time. Some of these running backs, right? We talked about that. You know, when Ladainian Tomlinson towards the end of his career and and and, and um. Marshall Falk and all of them. That was that was where this started beginning. Yeah. Okay. Barry Sanders didn't didn't need, didn't do that. I mean, I mean, honestly, this is, who who was going to throw him the ball? I mean, he was in Detroit. Who was going to throw him the ball? Joey honestly, Harrington. I can't. Yeah, I can't name I mean, a single that, Detroit. I, I think Joey Harrington was a was a quarterback there for a while. Sure. During that time, Rodney Pete. Um, name me some other washed up guy that never really did anything in the NFL, and he probably played in uh. In Detroit? In Detroit. I mean. In the 90s? Barry Sanders played in Detroit at probably the worst time to be in Detroit. Okay. I mean. And and to do what he did on the field week in and week out, every game, giving it his all. Okay. No matter what. No matter how bad he knew they were going to get beat. What if you had Barry Sanders and Matthew Stafford at the same time? With Calvin Johnson, yeah. then you got like three Super Bowls. Exactly. Because you have the same formula Dallas went with, right? Dallas had the good run, good quarterback, good running back, the good receivers, the good tight ends. They, they, they built a team, which is something that for whatever reason in the world that the Dallas front office can't figure out how to do. I mean, I because can't Because Jerry's in charge. I can't fault that. Well, Jerry wasn't, Jerry wasn't pulling those strings when Dallas did those. But they had, right? you know, he's been hands actually, off the last actually, couple of years. And actually, actually, Jerry came better. in. Jerry came in and fired Jimmy Johnson, which was your three time winning Super Bowl coach. It's a dumbest. I mean, come on, because he didn't want to do what you wanted him to do. So, but but despite that, okay, Dallas did it before Jerry Jones took over. Detroit. I don't know what the hell's up with Detroit. I mean, the owners. I think the league needs to take the team away from them. I mean, you can leave it in Detroit, but you need to strip the owner. Because, I mean, that, that team has never done anything. They've never tried to build a team. I mean, you could probably convince them to sell, you know, like they did with Jacksonville. You know, they never they never tried to build a team. And that's why Barry Sanders doesn't have Super Bowls. It's because I'm, I'm they not never built a team. I'm not arguing any of that. You stick Barry Sanders on any other team in the NFL <laughs> that had a quarterback but and running back, put, you and you put can em- win multiple Super Bowls. Tell me you put Emmitt Smith 
in Detroit. I'll make the opposite argument. You put Emmitt Smith in Detroit, he could put up just as many numbers as Barry Sanders did. If he if he puts if he would put up if he would have put up the same numbers that Barry Sanders did, then he'd be number one on my list. He put up better numbers on a better team a- after that last Super Bowl. I'm not. When I'm he, not a- after they won that last Super Bowl. Once Jerry, once Jimmy Johnson was gone, once Michael Irvin left, once. But that Troy was still was on the, the, in the era where you needed Emmitt the running Smith, back to get. Emmitt Smith declined after those times. He didn't thrive. Barry Sanders thrived throughout all 10 years of his career. Okay. I'm not okay. arguing that. He but won I'm just, the MVP I am in tell- the last year. I am telling. In the second, the second to last, last year of his career. Of his career. Yeah. I mean, like I said, Barry Sanders, goat of, our, of this modern era for us. That's fine. I'm I'm sticking with Emmitt Smith, and, and you can, because like I said, it, it's we, we're arguing apples and oranges here because we're we're using different criteria to get us there. But like I said, I I I think Barry Sanders is top on this list. Now, if you wanted to say pure running back, then I would put Barry Sanders first. But Emmitt's got that receiving side and just the records. The records are on his in his favor, and. I think being on the Dallas team that he was, it's impressive he put up those numbers because he wasn't the superstar of that show. He wasn't, he wasn't the go-to guy that Barry Sanders was. So Barry Sanders was the guy, which is why he's got the numbers he's got, because he was the guy. Emmitt Smith wasn't the guy in the team, right? That was Troy, it was Troy Aikman's team at that time. And that's that's my that's the argument in reverse is well Barry Sanders got fed the rock all the time. Barry Sanders carried that team. He was the guy. Emmett wasn't the guy, he still put up the numbers. Okay. I mean, we're just gonna keep going yeah, around. Yeah, we, we are, we are. Cause cause I can come at you okay. with another one, but it's the same. So as you can see, this is why I wanted to finish off at number one on this one, because I figured we would have some different Ideas on who we thought would be in that top. This five. was a good. This was a good um, thing. I, I can't we were wait. close. On I a can't lot wait till we do the receivers. This is gonna that be one's gonna be even harder than this one. But I don't think um, so. We were close on a lot of them because you don't have to um, factor in two different aspects of the football game with receivers. Yeah, you just have to worry about catching the ball. It's going to touchdowns, right? But I mean, I, I enjoyed this one. It was it was, it was a fun, difficult list to put together. And there's some, I, there's I think some guys that. that we didn't make here that I wanted to put on here. You know, guys like Priest Holmes, Jamal Charles, um, personal hometown boys like Deuce McAllister, stuff like that. But they just didn't have the the yeah. numbers of the career length. I mean, I was trying you everything to, I could to put Mark Ingram on this list, but I just couldn't, you do, couldn't it. do it. You couldn't do it. And, you know, we're going to we're going to be know, looking Mark- at we're going to look at some of them the, when we do our uh, divisional state of the divisions before the season. I think we're going to take some time. We'll talk about some of the, the key players and who's, who's up and coming. Because, I mean, right now, you've got a league where you've got. Well, I mean, just in quarterbacks. Just I mean, in quarterbacks. Let's go quarterbacks here. So, just, just top them off. So, we got um, Justin Herbert, um, Patrick Mahomes, right? And then you still, I don't, um, Kyler Murray. Yeah. You know, I'll throw Lamar him in Jackson. There. Lamar Jackson, I'm still not sold on him when it comes down to that. Let's let's see him throw some um, more balls. If Deshaun Watson doesn't end up in jail, you know, however that works out, <laughs> if. he's still on that list. It's not looking um, good right now. And then you have the up and comers who we hadn't seen even play right now. You know, um, Sunshine in Jacksonville. Why can't I never yeah. Trevor Lawrence? Trevor you know, Lawrence. I mean that that guy's supposed to be the second coming of Jesus. You know, and then Joe yeah, Burrow. Joe Burrow. You know, we didn't really get to see him no, for a whole not a year, full season. right? And he's so, going to have a much better team. It's this year. very well, just just in quarterbacks right there. That's a very exciting time. And then not to we mention, haven't seen the best of Baker Mayfield yet either, right? And then like to say, but I mean, we're talking uh, and Jared Josh Allen. Allen, yeah, Josh Allen, Jared Allen. There you go again. There you go again. <laughs> I'm just going to go Jay Allen from now on. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I mean, Jared Allen is a linebacker. When, when you get down to when you get down, who's retired? <laughs> yes, uh, he's not the lead for. But when you get down the running backs, I mean, you know, we we mentioned a few already with with Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey, uh, Saquon Barkley, Saquon Dak, Bar- um, 
Dak Prescott in the quarterbacks and Zeke Ezekiel Elliott, Elliott in the running backs. I, I don't know. I don't know about Zeke. I'm not sold on him I, right now. I think he's because got he it. had his opportunity he last did. season to come up and prove it. But he it's not a not. running back driven league. I know. So but, your running back can't carry you. But when you're when Alvin Kamara couldn't be, carry the Saints when Breeze was out. He didn't need to. That's true. But he he could have had a bigger role. I thought he would have had a bigger role than he did. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, he didn't need to because Taysom Hill. <laughs> Taysom. Taysom. Running back. Another <laughs> running back. Uh, <laughs> who could throw the ball? Um, I, I mean, but we have a lot of good young talent, and in this next age of football, is really shaping up to be it's something. It's getting better. And, and I better. mean, we're right at the beginning of this next era, and looking at the guys you have coming out of college, I mean, it's just and it's even exciting. even your fixtures. Like, look, he's not in his newest generation, but Russell Wilson is kind of the prototype for that. That yeah, he's gonna be that bridge quarterback. Yeah, he's that guy who's going to, like him, Aaron Rodgers are right there. Shut up. (laughs) Um, And, you know, but when you do a a top 10 list like this, it's just really tough. Yeah. And like the running backs, I I didn't think it was going to be this difficult, but it was. Well, I mean, we did leave 30 years, almost 30 years worth of of, of running backs here. So, I mean, we could have broken into different decades. and I mean, it's like I, I I just can't put anyone that's playing right now in this list, except for Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Right. Just because of what he's done, and Frank Gore because of what they've done. Yeah. I mean, look, like I said, it, it, it's it, it's the next age is what we have coming up, the next era of football. So it's exciting. Um, upcoming for us, we have state of the divisions. We'll we'll break it down. Uh, each division, who we think is going to win, um, who made the best moves in the off season. To put themselves in that position, uh, we're going to break them down, start with the AFC East, and work our way all the way to the NFC South. Um, so that's it. I mean, look for us on uh, what are we on? Um, Spotify, Google, Apple, Pandora. Pandora. Um, that's four. I know there's a fifth one that I can't think of right now. Um, Amazon. Amazon Music, yes. And um, look for us on our YouTube channel, Enemy of the Good. Um, getting some posts coming up. Um, and some exciting things are coming coming forward. So yeah, this 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 play, this this thing has gone some places, people, and we just need y'all to like and subscribe. Tell your friends if you, if you disagree with what we say, put it in the comments somewhere along the line. You know, we'd like to get back with you. Um, email anything? I don't know. What we have an email address. I, we have. We don't. I don't have a finalized one yet. There's, there's like <laughs> We're working three. on it. You know, yeah. it's the easiest thing to sign up something 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 at gmail.com. You know, but we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll have an email for you on the next one yeah um, but uh, thank you guys as always for listening we do appreciate it and we'll see you on the next episode deuces